0: what's going on guys it's your boy adam gusky and today i sat down with my good friend uh past teammate very sad yeah i know um grant zayman and i got to talk to him about a lot of stuff um he's he's a really good wrestler he is a great person um in terms of wrestling though he was going into the tournament before it got canceled um he was Going to the tournament as the number one seed didn't have any losses to Division three opponents, um, absolute stud. And in high school, he went to state twice but never even placed at state. So he made tons of improvements. Um, this is someone that I've learned a ton from in my life, and I'm glad I got to have him on. So hopefully, you guys can pick up some of the good, good stuff he's got to say and uh, ways he lives his life. Anyways, before you listen to the show. Um, if you haven't already, please give it give the show a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if that's how you listen to it. Otherwise, uh, make sure you're subscribed and let's get it rolling. All right, I'm here with Grant Zaman, one of my good friends from Lacrosse. How are we doing today, Grant? What up, bro? How's it going? Pretty good. How about you? Pretty good, dude. <laughs> so, uh, what have you been up to since the quarantine started? How have you been training?
1: What has your life been like? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm still on campus with uh, my roommates and my neighbors are are still on my. Well, My my teammates are my neighbors, so I've been training with those guys and my roommates. And luckily, we've had the opportunity to not well, we haven't had the opportunity to wrestle on campus because it's still closed and everything. But um, there's um, some mats that we've been able to we've been able to roll on, so that's been pretty. We've been pretty fortunate to do that. And uh, so yeah, we've just been rolling like. I mean, I've been trying to get on at least once or twice a day, six days a week, and then a rest day. And that rest day usually consists of, like, what – you know lacrosse. Like, there's a lot of scenery out here. So I've just been hiking, uh, sometimes carrying my girlfriend up the bluff. Um, It's – I don't know, just runs stuff like that. But I was actually – I mean – like some other people, um, who weren't able to get on the mat, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was painting my uncle's house and it was for like two and a half, three weeks. So basically I just, I didn't have any access to mat mats, no teammates, just like my uncle and myself at the lake house. So I would just have to get up in the morning. I'd run. Yeah. I mean, it would be a different distance each day or different speed each day. Um, and then paint for like eight to ten hours because I was making up my own schedule and then um afterwards I'd go kayaking for like two two point two five so it was it was good stuff
0: yeah it's all those kayaking trips on Strava I was wondering what you were doing out there
1: dude it's I mean dude (laughs) I'm falling in love with Strava I I want to get the the Apple watch or the Fitbit you got that I know or actually I knew you had the Fitbit. I mean the Apple Watch, right? Yeah. Yeah. How much how much is that one?
0: does I think it's like two hundred, three hundred, but it's that, nice. Was what was that? Was it a gift? Um, I yeah, I got it from a friend. He bought it for his wife actually. Um, and it was like too big, so it was pretty much new, so he
1: sold it to me for a good deal. But wait, right. they so. sold you the present back. They're like, well, we know you <laughs> paid three hundred, but here's Yeah, so yeah. it
0: was good. But um did you actually carry your girlfriend up the bluff? Because I heard about
1: that, but I thought it was like a joke. Yeah, bro. You follow me on Strava. You you think I would lie to Strava? Come on. I don't is know. it Strava or Strava? I think it's Strava. Yeah. Um Okay, well, truth is <laughs> No, uh, I did carry her up, but, like, uh, her dog was with us, so um, that thing, I was, like, tripping over that dog the whole time, so I would carry up the, my girlfriend, like, on my back, and, like, I'd be like, okay, I'm making it to that tree up there, and then I'd be like, ah, no, no I'm going, like, 10 more trees, so, like, I carried her up half of it, and then, um, I, like, I, I we, we, we walked for, like, another five minutes, and then I carried her up the rest, but it was still fun. And a good That's, workout, good recovery day, you know.
0: For those listening, the bluffs are like these little, tiny little mountains in Lacrosse, and it's like to get up the main one that we go up um, during wrestling is like probably two miles and like eight hundred feet of elevation or something like that. So
1: yeah, I don't know the elevation, but I mean, dude, it's 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 kind of long. Like from our wrestling room to the top, it's probably like three miles, I'd say. Yeah, uh, and then so a total of 6 miles and i mean you would think the way down is easier but it, i mean no. on your lungs it might be a little easier but dude on your on your knees your, your quads and knees oh god oh my gosh, gosh. dude stadium stairs and running the ball were my least favorite things in the world last year yeah dude i'm i'm not a big fan of doing any sort of running but i mean that's kind of like what i mean a lot of people have been up to with their training you know or stance and motion but i mean running is like i bet the biggest thing a lot of people have been doing if they don't have access to mats yeah for sure you've been biking um, a lot
0: right yeah yeah that's pretty much all i've been doing i would love to get in and wrestle or do jujitsu or something like that
1: but if you're ever in town come come this way i'll give you a run for your money
0: (laughs) all right sounds good um so why don't you just start with how you got into wrestling at an early age or
1: whenever you started Yeah uh okay so let's think um when i was uh let's think I, so i played youth football since like i don't know 3rd 4th grade and as i was a 5th grader i think my my coach for a couple of years uh, I was like on this like the better team, it was like, I, I, I think we called it like the big 10 team, which was like the A team for, yeah, I was a beast. Everyone, if you didn't know, I was a hammer at football. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm really short. I'm five seven, even shorter, obviously at that age. So I was, I mean, I was all right, but that's not the point of this. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, I started at that age and then around fifth, sixth grade, my, football coach was like hey man like you and I played cornerback which is like a defensive back position and he's like you would make a really good wrestler and I was like what like obviously I mean at least at my age I was huge into WWE and I was like I knew it wasn't like that but I was like I wonder what it's like and then I was kind of interested just to figure it out and I got there I was so tired and like it was so hard and like all the technique and then i went to my first tournament in sixth grade and i i saw what we had to freaking wear i was like what the hell so I, I it was weird for me yeah can you hear my neighbors as loud as hell oh, uh sorry uh so but yeah so i played uh or i wrestled in sixth grade i think i wrestled like one maybe two tournaments and i like i just what i didn't like shooting. I don't know why. So I I just tried doing like lat drops every time. But for me, obviously it was my first year. I probably wasn't doing them right because I would get pinned every single match. So I did that. And then I was like, you know what, this is not for me. It's hard. You wear these stupid little tights. And then I was just like, I'm done. And then I trained when I say trained, I went to like two practices when I was a seventh grader then I just full on just was like, yeah, I'm done with this. And then, like I said, I was like, I, I love football. So I, I still played football and baseball leading up to high school. And I played my freshman year, both those sports, but after football, I mean, I, I'm from a pretty big school. So like the wrestling coach loves recruiting the, the football players and uh just so happens my buddy who was the, the punter and the field goal kicker on our team, Brandon Herg, shout out. Um, he is, uh, his dad was the freshman wrestling coach and I'm from a, a high school of 4,000 kids. So, I mean, there was freshmen, sometimes sophomore JV and a varsity team. And, so I was like all right like I I really did not want to do it but like all my football friends were doing it so I was like all right we'll do it but like this is gonna be the dumbest thing we've ever done like this is gonna suck you guys are gonna realize it and then I realized (laughs) I was like yo like it's freshman you know so not no one's like really that good and um, so I just I tried it out and I ended up like stop i just stopped doing that stupid lat drop and i was like i guess like this penetration step kind of makes sense i guess i'll shoot like a a double like i did in football or like a single because i knew what those shots were i drilled them when i was younger i just never shot them (laughs) but i was like everyone's like behind me in like knowledge of wrestling in a sense because it was low freshman wrestling so I went like, which this, like, nobody wrestles in college and was probably on a freshman wrestling team, but I was uh, I think I had, like, two losses on the freshman level, which even then, that's, like, not impressive, but still, I was, like, 30 and two, and then the varsity coach was, like, hey, man, you want to come, you want to come wrestle for the varsity? I was, like, dude, yeah, so I, I went 500 on varsity, no biggie. I went one and one so yeah actually i had a for- <laughs> i had a forfeit too so technically two and one two and
0: one nice. yeah dude i
1: was i was a dog but nice. yeah so i mean in a nutshell that was kind of how i got into wrestling is i just started loving how to i just started loving the process of all of the workouts the the bonds with your friends and teammates and just learning new things every day, and I thought it was really fun and just i' i mean I don't know just learning and seeing myself progress throughout the year was pretty cool.
0: What kind of success did you have in high school um yeah
1: uh so i i, I know you I went started, two
0: and one right away
1: yeah i I was two and one on freshman on varsity. <laughs> And then my sophomore year, I was the starter at 132 pounds. And I went – I don't remember the exact record, but I remember my coach giving the speech that I was, like, under 500. And I took fourth at a regional. And in Illinois, it goes regional, sectional, state. So – I took fourth and top three, get out of regionals. So I lost, I think it was like, I, I, I lost on like one or two points. And I remember the last like couple seconds. I, I'm i not like an emotional person, but um, especially at that time. Um, but I, I just like remember just being heartbroken. And like, that was just because that was the first year I really committed to something and like way more than I ever did to baseball or football. So like, it really hurt once I like committed. And then, uh, yeah, so going on, so then I committed to like really after that loss, I remembered it throughout the whole off season, Um, went into my junior year training with Mike Poeta, uh, uh, John Hensley, I think his name's John. John Hensley, I know his name's Hensley um, at Poetic training center in illinois and basically i just i mean i went to work i would ask a lot of questions and uh, since i wasn't a sectional qualifier they had two levels like sectional qualifier and above so sectional state and then regional qualifiers so scrubs and under basically uh you you had to go to this practice so i tried to talk my way because i was a match away from being in the other practice right and he was like we'll see like i mean you you're where you're at for a reason so i was like oh, this is stupid so i i went to the practices and i mean it was the first time i was doing freestyle but it was really fun and i was giving it a shot and after like a month i really started picking it up and Starting beating some decent dudes, so then he asked me to move over to the higher level camp, and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I, I got to do that my whole off season, and my first freestyle state tournament, I took like sixth, which keep in mind is not very good, but like for somebody who had just started, I was like really excited about that, and I was like crap talking some of the like top like I wrestled a state champ in the semifinals and I mean a couple weeks later I super ducked him like ten times and beat him. But that week I I tried that stupid lat drop and pinned myself and he like laughed in my face. I was like, dude, I'm gonna beat the crap out of you and whatever next tournament I see you. Which I did, but um yeah so basically yeah I trained my sophomore year junior and then uh just trained with Mike Boda up until my senior year. I ended up qualifying as a junior, going 0 and 0 and one as a junior because it, it's like follow the leader. I lost the number one seed as a junior and then he ended up getting upset the next round. Will One, yeah. I don't know if you know him. He's Yeah. He to I, I for he Michigan? A, yeah I was gonna say Michigan. Um so yeah I lost to him do so you want 0 and
0: 1 against the number 1 seed
1: yeah 0 and 1 no no when i say 0 and 1 not 0 to 1 i went 0 and 1 in the tournament yeah
0: so you I, you only I lost had 9 the to opportunity 4-7. to
1: wrestle right, the I number had, 1 seed right right yeah which that sucks that sucks yeah and then my senior year um i mean still was flying kind of under the radar which junior year, i probably had like eight losses maybe and then, yeah. So I was like probably like forty and eight that year. And then my senior year, I was like forty one and three. Maybe I lost to that year just two nationally ranked dudes, Will Lawan and Marcus Hartman. Who Marcus Hartman? Him and I train every here and there whenever I'm back home. He wrestled at Army. He was actually the Midland champ this year. He's he's Wasn't
0: a dog. He Is like that that guy?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, for there was an article I, th- I think I was reading. He was, like, the backup for a little bit. Um, but then after the Midlands, th- I think that kind of, like, solidified his spot. And then I would assume he qualified for nationals. I didn't really check the brackets because they didn't do yeah. it you know. So, um, yeah, so I lost. <laughs> so senior year, uh, I win my first match ever at State. <laughs> Uh, in the prelims, and then the next round I go, oh, believe it or not, Willowan again, uh, quarterfinals, and, dude, he did not just, like, beat me. Like, earlier on that year, I, I lost to him, like, by one point, and then at state quarterfinals, he beats me, like, I think it was, like, 18 to 5, maybe, dude. I almost got teched. Because Damn. I was just like, I'm just going <laughs> to let it fly. I'm going to, like, throw him, like, whatever. Like, that's how I went is, like, I just keep moving and throw myself in funky positions. And he was he was not having it. He, he kicked the crap out of me. And so he ended up winning state that year. And I lost in the blood round. My third or fourth loss that year was to some dude who wrestled Minnesota now. Uh, His name's like Baylor Fernandez. So I lost to that guy. Then he threw his ankle bands in my face. I was not a fan of that. I was like, dude. (laughs) Did you retaliate? That's disrespectful. Well, dude, I I foot sweep. Oh my gosh. Don't get me started, dude. I foot sweeped him or swept him, whatever it is. And it was right at the, like, I have the video on my phone. It like, it's so dumb that I still have it, but like. Oh, I, because that was like a big moment for me. I know I'm way past that now, but I foot swept him. It was like three, two, one. And his back was like hitting the ground as I foot swept him to his back, covered him and it hit zero. I don't know if it was like no control or like, because I didn't run out of time, but like his back was hitting the mat as it, time was expiring so maybe they're just like like you ran out of time i was like dude i like i scored and then he just and i was just like this and then he just took off his ankle bands and threw them at my face and i was like oh dude and i wanted to fight him and my coaches looked at me they're like dude like college recruits are looking don't do anything stupid so i just cried (laughs) (laughs) Is that a joke though, or no? No, I did cry, dude. I mean, that was the end of that was the end of my high school season. I thought, <laughs> I mean, as a competitive athlete, only having two losses on the year, one to the rank like the dude was ranked. I don't. I mean, he ended up being a world champion later on that year. Um, Who was that? Will, Luan, Will Luan oh, Really? For juniors, yeah. Dang. And he was a world champ and probably ranked like top five for at the time in the nation and i was losing by one point so i was like dude i can beat this dude and then obviously i said i got my ass kicked but uh yeah so i mean it is what it is that i mean if i if i would have won and maybe ended the season on the third place like they that maybe would have built me up i'm sure it would have built me up and i would have been like thinking i'm really badass but I mean, it just – it humbled me and reminded me, like, anyone could get beat. So, I mean, I, I got sh- – uh, what is it? I got my labrum surgery right after State that year, committed to University of Wisconsin lacrosse where we both go.
0: Best school in uh, the nation, baby.
1: Yes, which keep an eye out for us. I know it's D3, but keep an eye out. Dude, we got a shot at the title this next year. and. Definitely. I definitely see gusky in the stands right now what is it uh fire it up fire it up baby
0: fire it up fire it up
1: it's kind of <laughs> weird when no one's doing it with you but yeah. anyways maybe my roommate surgeon we're doing it or something i don't know uh so yeah committed got surgery and like i never hit so one small little story never hit like Well, oh, i did hit legs just Never was it like, oh, I'm going to hit legs. It was because my coach was telling me we're hitting legs. So I tore my labrum, wasn't allowed to run, which sounds stupid, but like your shoulders bounce up and down when you run. So it told me no running for like legit four months. And I was like, dude, can't wrestle, can't do this, can't do burpees. Like I can do sit-ups and legs. And like, so I just, I fell in love with every leg machine at, uh, I think it was Fit Nation. Yeah, that's what it's called, Fit Nation. Uh, back in my hometown, getting ready to come to UWL. And, dude, that's, that's what, like, kind of bumps me up, another weight class. I was a 45-pounder as a senior. And then, yeah, I was expected to be a 49-pounder, but they're like, all right, he's a freshman. He's a little bigger than we thought because I was, like, one seventy. Probably three or four at the time, which isn't that big, but at the same time, for a freshman, they're like, whatever. He's not going to start. He's he didn't really do anything in high school, so we'll just let him develop as a fifty-seven pounder. And then I was getting my updates, but luckily, I just stuck with the plan, bought into the process, listened to the coaches, came in every morning, wrestled with Coach Cook. You know, Coach Cook um wrestled or coaches at North Central now but would work out with him every morning around 6 or 7 a.m. and then um yeah i mean eventually I developed into being the starter and i mean not that this is like huge but ranked as a freshman and then i just lost hey i'm busy uh but yeah, so then uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um, oh, you're fine. Yeah, Oh, but uh, so then yeah, I, I lost in the semis at the regionals, and then just did the good old semi slide, and yeah, it was it was rough. So I just lost, 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 and yet top three go to uh, nationals. So yeah, it was it was a tough pill to swallow.
0: So. For the people listening, the guy that was at 157, Mike Bernane, we call him an animal because he's an absolute animal. This dude is like – he's he's one of the more jacked people in the world. He's got tons of okay. tattoos. And Sleeves, yeah. I yeah. assume he kind of beat the shit out of you for, like, the first couple of months. Oh, um, dude, yes. And, and Coach Cook. Thing. How did you yeah. say motivated? Oh, I do, thought like, you
1: were saying he was beating Coach Cook. Yeah, Coach Cook was – beating the crap out of me. Mike just yeah. beat me. Um, what, what, what did you so, ask? I'm
0: sorry. Like, you did tons of early, like, 6 a.m. workouts and stuff, and, like, mm-hmm. you got into this routine. How did you stay motivated to do that kind of stuff? Or, like, who taught you to do that kind of stuff to make those Dude, jumps your freshman year?
1: I never did that stuff in high school. Like, I would stay after practice and be the first one to practice, but I wouldn't wake up in the morning before school and get workouts. Um. I don't know. I just – It was, like, I don't even really know what sparked it. I think he just invited me in one morning, and I was like, okay, it's a little early, but I'll just have a cup of coffee. And I wasn't big into coffee, but I was like, I'm probably going to need coffee this early, and then I have class after this. So I tried good old black coffee out because he's like, yeah, real men drink black coffee. So then I drank black coffee. And I felt like a man. And then I went over there and, I mean, it was not drill. I mean, the first two minutes was like stretching and light drill. But then it just turned into just – I mean, for him it was probably a spar. But for me it was – you're going live for 25 minutes, you know. So it was an intense morning every morning. And I don't even know what his intentions were for every workout. I think he was just such – a student of the sport and like loved competing where he didn't really have any itinerary or yeah I mean he didn't he was just like we're just gonna go and like we're gonna go we're gonna get tired and we're and he just loved getting tired and getting physical and I don't know and then I mean I eventually got smarter because first off you get really tired when somebody's way better than you and more in shape than you well yeah i i I don't want to say he was in more shape than me but when somebody's on a new a higher level than you you're you're just like you feel like you're out of shape but they're just way more technical than you so uh i mean yeah he just would beat the crap out of me and oh but going back to the question i don't really know i think he kind of just conditioned me into like hey coming tomorrow i was like I didn't think anything of it. I was just like, yeah, I'm coming tomorrow. And eventually it like became like a habit and then well, a routine and then it became a habit. And I was just like, all right. I mean, I, I started, f- f- I, I want to say falling in love with the process because it was fun. And like we were building a relationship and like, I really liked that attention from the coach. And like he, he really made me a mat rat and like a student of the sport. And I uh, just started asking a million questions, not only to save my gas tank, but to like learn, you know. So I, I was killing two birds with one stone there.
0: Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I would say like a defining trait of your wrestling is like, or of you as a person is just like getting. Like this dude literally gets workouts in like every day at like five thirty or six a.m. Like, and it's not easy getting up that early because I've done it with him and it sucks. But
1: <laughs> yeah, I dude. So that's funny you say that. Um, our coach, Coach Malcheck, you know, Coach Malcheck, the head coach at UWL. Uh, we just started a new book. It's called Slight Edge. I can't remember the author right now, but it's a uh, book that we're reading as a team and one of the things I mean the biggest thing is like just changing your philosophy and being open-minded and just not going back to your old habits but the one thing that they say is like it's easy to do something but it's also easy it's really easy not to do something so like for example it's it's easy to read for 10 minutes in the morning but it's also really easy to just say yeah I'm not going to do it And, like, I used to say to the the younger guys and the guys who didn't want to get up in the morning, I was like, yeah, dude, it sucks getting up in the morning, but that's what builds character. And I think it does. But I don't know. I just feel like all you have to do is say, as soon as that alarm starts beeping, you you have the decision to say yes or no, not – Uh, I don't know. I'll brew coffee. We'll see. Uh, like if he texts me, then maybe I will. But if he doesn't text me, I'm going to bed, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, like now it's just, I set the alarm and I mean all those thoughts go through my head right away and I just shut them off. Like, I I don't know if I told you about the three second rule, but as soon as the alarm goes off, I, I just count to three. I say one, two, three, and I just stand up because like, if I give myself any more time to think about it, it's just like excuses start popping in your head, you know, or I'll just snooze real quick, you know? So, I mean, going back to the, I would just wanted to like emphasize, like, it's really easy to say, yeah, I'm getting up one, two, three. Okay. I'm up. Like now you're up. And that was the hardest part is just saying yes or no. It's really easy to do something, but it's really easy not to do something. So I've said, yes, I'm up. The, now the workout I think is going to be much easier than that decision I just made to wake up or not. That's my personal opinion. Um, but I mean, you wrestle all the time. You're, you know kind of how hard it's going to be, especially if it's an extra drill. You're just getting up and getting technique in or light sweat or rolling around whatever your intentions are for that workout but yeah so
0: so your freshman year you kind of have like you work really hard you come in pretty much every morning and then you get the starting spot which is a big win for you um and you but you take six at regional it's not how you wanted you yep. have a match that's pretty close with the, the national champ that year but yeah um how did you what did your training that. well I mean you like wrote it on your locker and stuff. Yeah, that's true. I hope I hope he's listening to this. But anyways. Yeah, um, right. coming for you, buddy. So the next year you have a lot of success, but what did you do like that off season and that summer to get to where you did end up the next year?
1: Um so I I got a painting job over the summer which started at seven AM. And it was like a 10 hour day, four days a week. So 40 hour week, full time job. And so seven to five thirty every day with a 30 minute lunch break. So I was like, how can I maximize my time and just like get the most out of everything. And I was like, I mean, I was getting in two workouts, three workouts a day, which I didn't really understand recovery at the time. And I still need to get a lot better at that, but, uh, I'm working at it. But at the time I was like, all right, you're going to do two things every day, six days a week. Cause I was like one day recovery. That's perfect. But like, still you got to listen to your body throughout the, the week and see how you're feeling. Like, listen, but, um, so I was like, I'm just going to do two workouts a day, six days a week. And Obviously, if I'm getting off work at 5:30, I'm probably gonna need to do one before work and one after work. So, dude, I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, thank God for my coworker Hayden Schlu, 141 pounder, national qualifier. Um, dude, he's he's just a brute. He's a tank. He uh, he. I mean, he came in every morning, just about every morning. I mean. 95% of the time him and I would go on in the morning because he'd be the only one willing to get up at 530 a.m. before work right and we were just I mean he's uh, he, I mean he knows how to flow but like I don't know like after wrestling someone for so much and like especially somebody smaller than you who's really starting to hand fight you hard you're like I <laughs> I don't know. I kind of get an ego and I'm just like, I'm not going to let him like bully me, but I also don't want to bully him. I want it to give him a real look. So sometimes it became a little more than just a drill. Like sometimes it became a spar. Sometimes it became live. So we were always like pushing each other. Uh, and we'd wake up at five thirty every morning. And then after work, uh, I think uh Yeah, my goal my sophomore year – well, freshman going into sophomore year was get in two workouts a day, like I said, and I would just come in, drill with whoever was available. Like I'd just walk into the room and I'd see who was there, and I'd just grab them. I didn't really text anyone. I was just like, all right, I'm wrestling with these guys. Because usually at the end of the day, everyone's getting off work and and people are getting in workouts, whoever's staying over the summer. So I'd work with those guys. And, um, yeah, I mean, nothing crazy. It was just – I just wanted to get as much mat time as I could in while asking questions um, to higher-level guys. Like, I, I'd have alums come in. I'd wrestle former coaches. And so, I, like, I was just asking whoever I could to wrestle and just getting as much mat time as possible while lifting a few days a week. And I mean, think that was the biggest thing is just being able to look back at, man, dude, I worked 10 hours, 10 hour days, and I'm still getting in two workouts a day and watching film, asking these guys wrestling high level dudes. And I mean, that that really just was a confidence builder towards the end of the season. And I mean, obviously, if you get that much math time, it was allowing me to get that much better because i was kind of new to the sport still
0: definitely and then that year for those that don't know you finish um you get that all american honors with eighth place let's go baby let's go Um, baby and then you had a pretty good year though like leading up to that and you know finishing as an all-american yeah um the next summer um you obviously did a lot of the same stuff, just a ton of workouts, but like, how did your focus change?
1: Why, dude, I mean, I knew I was right there with those guys, and I knew the guys who I had to beat, and I had, I kind of choked at nationals, like, I wrestled to my seed, but I had also beaten the fifth, no, the, the dude who took like fourth, the dude who took fifth, and the dude who took seventh, so I was like, Dude, I'm, like, right up there. I just had a bad tournament, and I ended up – and at the time, I thought I could have won nationals, but hindsight's twenty twenty, and I definitely at the time wasn't able to win a national title as a sophomore. But I believed it, which is – I I still stand by that. Like, I saw myself as the champ since day one, and I still do, even though nationals didn't happen this last year. Um, so – yeah, I just my focus was just getting better every day. Um, getting tired. Like I, I put a little more emphasis on getting tired while also implementing some technique sessions at the end or other days of the week and then lifting a lot more because my nutrition was awful as a sophomore. I was eating twelve hundred calories a day and like nobody was really there to tell me how much I should and shouldn't be eating. So I just thought the 25, 33 pounders I live with, I was like, yeah, they eat a thousand, which was terrible too, but nobody told us. So we were just eating 1200 calories. I was eating 1200 calories a day. And then coming into my junior year, I was like, dude, I need to eat a lot more. So, uh, I just talked to a couple of nutritionists actually had a nutrition class and dude, I, I, doubled that and more. I, I, I started eating 3000 calories a day, count my micros and macros and vitamins. And dude, I felt bigger, stronger, had more energy, healthier. And I probably even had less coffee, believe it or not. Um, just because I didn't like the imbalance of energy throughout the day, you know, like the, well, the inconsistency, not the imbalance, the inconsistency of like some practices I'd be like, Oh let's go. And then other practices, I would fake it. I mean, I there's days where you have to fake it, but I would just like not feel it just because my energy was real low. So I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna have caffeine maybe like for lifts, but that's about it. And then Saturday, Sundays when I want to have some coffee in the morning.
0: Nice. And then so this year, um, you're you have you don't have any losses in Division Three going into nationals you got the number one seed and you guys have some struggles getting there you finally lacrosse lets you guys go you get there you're warming up at the facility um like within 24 hours of when the tournament's supposed to start and it gets canceled yeah like take me through that
1: well i mean first off i mean i'm a junior now i'm going to be a senior so i mean I think the worst part was wrestling is a very selfish sport, but at the same time, the guys around me on my team next to me, like those seniors, dude, it was just awful. I couldn't, like, I could only try to understand how they felt, but I couldn't put myself in their shoes. Like, yeah, I was getting robbed of potentially winning a national title that year, but so were these guys. And this was their last chance. And they were hours away from trying to make that dream come true, which they've been working at at least the last four years, if not more. So, I mean, I—it's I, just that's tough. But I mean, going back to my perspective, it was—it was tough because I knew I had beaten the second seed and the third seed at nationals prior to nationals. And one of them being a two-time national champ. And he, he was like, I mean, dude, our matches were fun throughout my whole career. it was just, it was tough to just, I mean, have that stripped from me, but that just goes back to being grateful for the opportunity to compete and wrestling every match. Like it's your last one. And I think, I mean, this whole, or after that, I was a little bitter for, a few days but i just kept reminding myself like focus on the things i can control you know
0: so out of like every bad thing you know you gotta kind of try and look for the good things in it have you been able to find any good things out of it
1: yeah i mean dude the past three years here i, I mean i've just had like a tunnel vision like wrestle 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 and like i've made great friends great teammates and friends outside the wrestling team, but I think it's. Uh, and now that I'm about to graduate next year, I'm like, all right, dude. Like, how am I gonna start applying these things that I've learned to sales and and marketing? So I've really started talking with some mentors of mine and uh, my uncle, who's a, a really really good salesman, and we've just been talking about how I can apply these things to sales and um I mean that's that's kind of the biggest thing between now and nationals is it's kind of just been a wake-up call like the national tournament might not happen next year and I like who am I without wrestling and I'm Mm -hmm. I'm I, I don't define myself as a wrestler I define myself as a person who just loves being around other people loves making people laugh and I mean I love sports, you know. So, well,
0: that's yeah. cool that that's cool that you found that perspective. I think it'll take you a long ways in your future. Yeah, um, yeah. That's all the questions I got about your career. I just have two more questions. Um, Flo's got some matches coming up, and I'm curious on your thoughts. Um, the first FYI, is... I,
1: I called NOLF over Jordan Oliver. I called that. Okay. need don't know if you're listening. You owe me money,
0: buddy. <laughs> You bet with Sweeney? Oh man, I yeah. don't like betting with Hey,
1: ben. you've you've lost in bets to him, but he was like, dude, you're crazy for saying Jordan is gonna lose. Well I guess what? You. I thought Jay was gonna lose. He lost. I mean they're both beats, right. so. though. Okay. Questions so, go. Um
0: to yeah. or Taylor. Dude, come on. <laughs> I just want the I mean, final dude, score. I mean
1: he's like kind of the people's champ in a way. Downey that is. But dude taylor downey taylor all way uh, every like all day man come on
0: um, who do you got then, dude who do you think okay Did you see taylor uh tweeting that downey the other day no no uh, that was some good stuff man he's like i'll put have to down, check it out put down the smokes big boy or something like that but anyways like the... um Chimizo and
1: dake oh dude <sighs> That's a tough one, because Chimizo's going up, right? I think it's at 79 kilos. Yeah. Maybe? <clears throat> I think. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. um, Dude, Chimizo's an animal, but Dake is world – I mean, he's a world champion. So, I mean, dude, they're both, they're both beasts, both great defense. I kind of right. view Chimizo as kind of like a – a Burroughs in a way, not with like his doubles, but just like his elusiveness and quickness. But I think his defense might even be better than Burroughs. So I think he's just so versatile where he can wrestle with anyone in the world. So I, I kind of, I want to say Chimizo. I know that's probably the unpopular opinion because he's undersized and he started off at maybe even 65 kilos a couple of years ago. Bumped up to 70, now 74, and now against uh, Dake, 79. So, I don't know, dude. That's going to be an interesting one. That's Isn't that this weekend?
0: No. Wait, is it? I don't know. July.
1: Later. Something. Okay. <clears throat> but, yeah, dude, I got Chimizo, man. Nice. Well, I would
0: bet with you, but that is an NCAA violation. Right. So, Well, yeah. Of course. Um- yeah i got the blonde one but anyways that's all i got for you man thanks for uh taking the time to do this
1: thanks bro i appreciate you asking me and having me This is awesome no problem take it easy all right
0: hey man i gotta go and that's all i got for today folks um if you enjoyed the show please leave a rating and review and make sure you subscribed. i think that was a great podcast and i'm excited to uh Get Colin Moore online next week and a lot of great guests coming this summer. Um, Also, if you're new, just so you know, I I do this every Monday. So I got new podcasts, new content coming out every Monday. The podcast is on all podcasting apps and YouTube. So if you
1: want to watch the video, go check it out. See ya.